This, this episode, episode brought to you by Audible. AudibleTrial.com slash Horror Virgin for 30 days free and a book to get you started. For your book recommendation, Mikey. Uh, today, I'm going to recommend The Hike by Drew Madgery. I'm recommending it because it's about it's a pretty trippy about this guy who goes on a hike and uh, has to confront all this crazy, crazy, crazy stuff that happens to him. So for 30 days free and a book to get you started, go to audibletrial.com slash horror virgin and maybe check out The Hike. This episode also brought to you by Nick B. Hey, you know, Nick B's Twitter handle is Cake of Doom. Ooh. I wonder what kind of cake he's baking. Carrot cake. Carrot. Mm, I love carrot cake. I also My mom made a no-bake carrot cake (gasps) when I was probably six years old, and it was gross. (laughs) So since then, I cannot eat carrot cake. That does sound gross. Yeah, that's why, like, Cake of Doom to me is that no-bake carrot cake. Cake of Doom to me is a yellow cake with chocolate icing because that is the most delicious You don't mean like yellow cake uranium, do you? Because that would be Cake of Doom. Boom! Nick B also wants you to check out... No, yellow cake uranium. Holy shit. You, your pop culture is like. What's yellow cake uranium? Having kids <laughs> fucked up your uh, pop really culture. Did. Yeah. Yellow cake uranium is what like Doc Brown steals to yeah. uh, make the flux capacitor work at the beginning of Back to the Future. Nick B also wants you guys to check out GodCountryFilm.com and or just God Country on the socials. They did just successfully get funded. They got $25,000. They That's did, awesome. yeah. And they're filming right now, I think. They yeah. are filming right now um, somewhere in Tennessee. We went to that party. We did. Woo! Mikey wasn't there. I missed Aww. it. He missed it. He was out of I town. like to remain a mystery to the horror community. Ooh, very <laughs> aloof. <laughs> By using your full name on your uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> M. Randolph 24. <laughs> Tell no one. I hide in plain sight. Uh, <laughs> somebody shit on the coats. <laughs> and then he disappears. Gross. Did you say somebody shit on the coats? God damn it, man. Like, I just don't understand, like, why she doesn't get jokes. And then she'll quote, like, obscure West Wing references. And then she's like, why didn't you get it? Because I saw it once. Yeah, she's like, did you not see Frasier season three, episode 13? That's where that joke comes from. Frasier doesn't get good till season four, though. God. It's almost like you were sent from the future to murder our jokes. (laughs) You're the Terminator. (laughs) The joke Terminator. Oh, yeah. In a world where a woman had kids, <laughs> making it so she couldn't participate in pop culture dun, dun, for dun, a dun, few years. I've just dun, been dun, sitting dun, in the nursery, dun, like, doing pull-ups on the crib dun, for five dun, years. Dun, dun. Dude, instead of doing pull-ups, we should dun, make you dun, watch dun, all dun. of mass media that's gone on in the past ten years. Because <laughs> like, having kids has destroyed your pop culture references. Like clockwork orange, my eyes open. <laughs> 2019, Jeanette awakes. <laughs> Fabulous, guys. If you want your very own Patreon shoutouts, go to patreon.com slash horrorvirgin and sign up there. We yeah. will help. We can't wait to disappoint you. <laughs> Speaking of what's on my business card, guys, should we bring in that theme music? <laughs> Mine's Adventurer. <laughs> you wait your turn. All right, guys. You know what Cinderella said when 
before she finally got to the ball? You said this joke before. <laughs> 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 Welcome to the horror version. Yes! I don't know if I can start a oh podcast my God. that oh, way. You actually what made is... the sound effect. It wasn't me. I know, because I've heard that joke like five times. Oh, yeah, we may have actually have. started a podcast off with that joke before. <gasps> Call it a remix. <laughs> <laughs> this is the sequel. Speaking of sequels, we saw House 2 today. Yes, nice segue. Holy shit. I Can I just... Uh, I think it broke all of us. No, oh, wait. I think it drove us insane. Perhaps we should introduce ourselves. Oh, oh. Wow. good thinking before we get in our stasis pods. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Jen. <laughs> Hello, I am Mikey. And I am your horror virgin, Todd. I never learned. I don't know. <laughs> I am programmed to pod. That's a Mikey joke, but yeah. I love that joke. Anyway, guys, oh. so we watched House 2 today. <laughs> yes, we did. And it is... Bonkers! Yes. It is insane. It may be the craziest movie I've ever seen. Let's t- let's do first thoughts really quick, Mikey. This is my this. movie. Yeah, this is my birthday. <laughs> he's so he's so proud of it. He's like, this is my movie. <laughs> I picked this movie because it's my birthday episode. Are you suddenly from New York? It's my birthday episode. He's, he's Bill the Adventurer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it, man. I get it. I get it. I'm out here blessing heads. <laughs> young Mikey stumbled upon this movie on some USA it Network. Imagine, yeah, it's TNT like a USA Network. Morning yes. thing, like after just the 10 of us. Yeah. And I must have been like 10 years old, 11. I mean, like young. And I would just watch weird movies like this. And I loved this movie. I ended up watching it a lot when I was a kid. So what you're saying is what you needed as a child was more parental supervision. <laughs> yeah. I like asked, <laughs> I asked my mom like uh, last week. I was like, so like, I remember watching all these movies. Like, where were you? And she's like. You know, I just thought it was harmless. Well, let's finish your first thoughts. Oh, yeah. My first thought is this movie holds up. Well, really? <laughs> your first thought is this movie holds up? This movie is better than I thought it was. Oh, my God. <laughs> How long has it been since you've seen it? It's got to be 15 years. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it holds up? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, okay. Was it not entertaining? It there were parts that were entertaining. <laughs> we had I will say we had fun watching it. They don't make movies like this anymore. No, there's no. not enough cocaine <laughs> left. <laughs> The 80s did all the cocaine. Right. I had ADHD, and this like really was built for me. Oh, Look yeah, it was. Like seven different movies in <laughs> 90 minutes. They're like, all right, we're done with that scene. Now, another batshit crazy scene. <laughs> Let's shoehorn in another adventure with the skull. This seriously could have been an entire series of a cartoon series. Yes. Just jammed into one movie. I loved this movie. <laughs> it, that, uh, that, it is insane, but I love this movie. Because it, it is like um, you got, I don't know, Hulk Hogan and some other wrestler gave him an eight ball of cocaine and said you're staying in this hotel room until you finish this movie script yeah yeah and you have to let me be in this movie as a caveman (laughs) (laughs) i'm surprised we didn't hear a woo like a randy savage type set now this was like uh you know more of a western style uh (laughs) that's true although there were cavemen i mean like she's not making that up and prehistoric And prehistoric and puppy oh. worms, puppy, oh, worms. puppy worms. Yeah, so everything in this movie existed at one point in time, except for puppy worms. Right. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Uh, whatever, Jen. What are your first thoughts? I didn't hate. It. I did. I liked it more than I thought I was gonna like it. There were parts I'm that were really funny. Like, yeah, yeah. Tear it apart, Jen. It's fine. I mean, there are some good things in it. There were some things that really annoyed me, but I mean, it, it is what it is. I'm surprised you didn't hate it because you hate comedies, and yeah. I realize that this is a horror comedy, but the emphasis is on. A, 
comedy for yes. sure. Yes. Like there wasn't really anything scary. The yeah. mummies were scary. What? There's a lot of Western elements and I don't like Westerns though. So it was like, oh, that's the, a whole different mm, podcast. But there yeah. is a guy in here shit talking Ronald Reagan and that <laughs> I am on board for. Guys, let's get into this fucking movie. <laughs> All right. So we start with Jen asking if we can read the Wikipedia summary of this movie <laughs> instead of watching it. Oh, and then I, I, it wasn't I, me this time. It wasn't me this time. And then I asked Jen to turn the volume up 90 times because I'm like, you guys need to hear the dialogue. I was just hoping if I kept it down, I wouldn't have to actually acknowledge the movie too much. You have to hear their conversations. It's yeah. Very the dialogue is very important it in is. this cocaine riddled <laughs> snort film of a movie. Okay. So <sighs> it, it opens on a big house. A big Mayan temple, you mean? Yeah. It's a how, it's like if a house in a Mayan temple had a baby. It is. It is very much like There's that. There's weathered yeah. stone inside and out plus <laughs> siding. And some comical faces in that stone. Oh, like my God. comical Mayan demon faces. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like the set of Adventures of Hidden Temple. It does, yeah. And it's got like a disco ball stained glass window, too. It does. Almost looks like Fright Night stained glass window. It kind of does. And one of the main characters from Fright Night is in this movie. Wait, the carpenter from Fright Night. So maybe he was doing a little work on the house before he got shit. Very scary in Fright Night. He is. He's got a kind of a menacing face in this one. Like, he's not no. not scary in this one. He's yeah. funny in this one, but his face is ominous. But he's yeah. less scary. He's like scary, like your friend. Like you don't know what they're gonna do when they get drunk. They could either be like oh, really yeah. fun yeah. or like go to jail or like hurt yeah. you. And then yeah. like, does no. he have his Uzi on yeah. him right now? <laughs> that face does not seem concerned with consent. Is all we're saying. Right. Wow. He looks like he's about to bite you at any moment. Like wow. <laughs> <laughs> so we show up at this house, and it's not in the eighties. The fifties. It's in the. 50s. I think it's this. Yeah, I guess it is the late 50s. 25 years before the 80s. 25 years before 1986 would be 1962. 62. The 60s. But early 60s, not like late 60s. Yeah, early 60s. They're still kind of trapped in the 50s in their minds, you know. Yeah, like 91 and 2. We're still Anyway, we see a couple carrying their baby out to a a car in the driveway (laughs) with another couple without explanation. They they may have talked. Jen didn't have the volume up. That was the problem, not that you guys were talking. <laughs> little column A, little column B. We can move on. We'll move past it. But listen, the spirit of the scene is that, you know, the parents hand off the baby to a couple, and that couple drives away with the baby. Right, backwards. Yeah, <laughs> that <laughs> threw me for a loop, actually. Right. Anyway, so then that couple goes back inside and starts creepily walking around their house. Yeah. The dad in that couple grabs a shotgun out of what looks like an umbrella holder right, by the front door. By the door shotgun. But he hugs his shotgun really close. He does, and he does. his wife with his other arm. So they're just creeping around. Yeah. And it's the second time in a row we've seen a movie where somebody hears a noise in his house and just creeps around his house. Well, first he walks by a gigantic buffalo head on his wall. There is every conceivable stuffed animal in this. Right. This house is the house of Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the Jumanji characters that have come through different portals in this house and got like killed Okay, this movie is horror Jumanji slash horror... Uh, Night at the Museum? Night at the Museum. And a horror Indiana Jones and the Island of the Crystal Skull or whatever. It's yeah. way better than Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. I loved watching this movie with y'all. It, <laughs> it was I, so fun. I liked watching this movie with you guys better than I liked the actual movie. Yeah. So anyway, the couple is walking in the hallway. They walk into what looks like a library or a study yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's got a giant taxidermy horse in the middle of it. Life-size horse. Yeah, and a couple <laughs> yeah. of wolves or something on the walls, too. Hey, the guy's an outdoorsman. It's fine. This guy is legit just a taxidermist, but yeah. So, <laughs> so he walks into the study with his wife, like arm in arm, but he's holding mm. the shotgun, and then you see, it's not a ghost. It's like a mummy. It, it's like the mummy it's cowboy. A mummy. It's a cowboy mummy. He goes, where's the 
gold. Oh, yeah. And the dad's like, I don't know, I've never known. Yeah, and he's like, well then, bang! And he pulls out a six-shooter and shoots him, even though yeah. it's a mummy, and that's not what you're You expecting. know what, you never see the mom die. Does the mom die? No, you don't see the mom die. But she I mean, definitely it's implied does. that she dies. Okay, I figured out who the that dad was, is. That's Who's the dad? First of all, he was in the first house. But I what? Don't, I don't what? know. <laughs> Maybe he was the house dad. But he also played another famous dad who makes a very brief appearance at the end of a movie that we have talked about making a spinoff podcast about. What? He wants to have a catch with Kevin Costner. He's the dad what? in Field of Dreams. No way. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Can, can we get him on our spinoff podcast? I bet we can. <laughs> Pot of Dreams? Pot of Dreams, yeah. Oh, my God. House oh. 2 episode. We can have him on any podcast. He crossed the plane. Yeah. And he was on ER, too. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, our ER podcast, I remember. Uh, does he only p- play famous dead dads in movies? That's his. Oh my god! <laughs> He's really typecasted. Anyway, so they die. Cut to twenty five years later, which is nineteen eighty six, and you see the son, the baby from the first scene, what movie, drive what up. Movies? What eighties movies is he from? He, this is a famous eighties actor. Yeah, he was an early season love interest for Ellen. Um, oh, spoiler that. alert! Um, <laughs> Ellen is not a fan of men. Just a heads up oh, on that. So that didn't work out for him. So they pull up to this house he's, for no reason that they ever explain. No, he because he inherited the house. It's his house. <laughs> but there's no dialogue that explains that at I mean, it's implied. It's him and his girlfriend. Is she his girlfriend? I think she is more in love with shoulder pads than she is with any man in this movie. <laughs> she, she, yeah. Dude, she put the actual legit wrestler to shame. <laughs> Her shoulders were bigger than his. Yeah. And he had shoulders on shoulders. She looks like a football player in Beetlejuice's waiting room. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. I got the joke. Let's move on. So they go into the house and they go into the study and she checks the light switch. Yeah, the lights don't work. This they don't work, later. right? This yeah. is important. It is very important because it introduces the best character in the whole fucking movie. Anyway, so she's yeah. looking for a phone and she finds it under this sheet and she calls the boss that she's currently fucking. Mm-hmm. Bill he, Maher. Yeah, but he plays himself in this movie. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Anyway, so she calls Bill Maher and says, I'm a record producer or whatever. Yeah, I'm blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. My shoe More phone less, doesn't work yeah. anymore. Yeah. yeah. And so he pulls out the oldest, dustiest book he can find on the shelf and then opens it up and starts just pointing to pictures and saying, that's me. That's my great, great, great. Those are my parents. <laughs> that must he have been He points Bill. to the, fa- the, the parents that were murdered. He goes, that was my mom and dad. Yeah. But and who then is he, he talking to? He's talking to his heart. That's true. <laughs> he's talking to his heart. <laughs> and then he points to another photograph and he says, that's my grandpappy. Look at this photograph. <laughs> Maybe he's hoping that if he keeps talking, his dad will come out of the cornfield and play catch with him. This is how men. <laughs> this is how men process emotions. Is it really? It's a, yeah, we just. Look at, yeah, men are known for expressing their feelings out loud, Mikey. But in simple sentences with no emotion. In them. <laughs> this is my dead parents. <laughs> He took a note from Bruce Wayne. And then, <laughs> and then he pointed. Oh, my God. Is he Batman? <laughs> kind of. Batman was at the Halloween party. There was a Batman costume in the background. Was like there? Bob, yeah. Batman's five-year-old brother wrote the story. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is basically like if I wrote a movie as a child. And we're yeah. on cocaine. If you were 12. <laughs> so he points to the great-grandfather who comes back later, literally. Yeah. <laughs> they dig him up. Yeah. They well, do. he sees newspaper recordings that is grand. Newspaper recordings? <laughs> Mikey. What is happening right now? <laughs> that he went to the Amazon and stole a crystal skull. 
two crystal skulls. Yeah, there were two of them, right? Yeah, yeah. but one has magic power. Yeah, the one was just, just a, like a remake, and one was yes. the actual legit one with magical powers. So he has the idea. Let's. I think it was buried with my great grandfather. Let's dig it out. That doesn't we, happen yet. No, what? Has, that doesn't the, happen yet. The first thing that happens is he goes and gets the cold shoulder from his girlfriend while they're sleeping, and yeah. he wakes up in the middle of the night because he hears a creepy noise. So he Ethan Hawks all is around. Is it a creepy his house. noise, or is it his drunk friend driving <laughs> oh, up to his right. house? No, oh, that hasn't God. happened yet. That hasn't happened yet. He hears creepy noise. Oh, he discovers yeah, yeah, yeah. that the V-neck of his T-shirt is all the way down to his navel, and he's shaved. There's all nothing his wrong with that. No. That's true. I only wear the deepest of V's. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so he is looking for the sound, right? Uh-huh. And he's like creeping around his house. Oh, I remember this scene. And he opens oh the cupboard. God. And this actually, the way it was shot, it kind of got me a little bit. Because it this was the ironing you? board. Yeah, I didn't know it was falling <laughs> on top of me. So yeah, it was an ironing board that popped out and right. hit him in the face. Well, housework is very scary. <laughs> for some men it is, yeah. So then we oh. see his girlfriend, who's definitely fucking Bill Maher, put mm-hmm. ice on his head. And he's like, yeah. I don't know, I just heard a sound and whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's when we hear... Beep, the, beep. Yeah, we hear his friend drunk driving with his girlfriend up to their house. Yeah. And Knocked then they over knock over the, the post. <laughs> yeah, I honestly think Home Alone ripped off some gags uh-huh. from this movie. Everybody and that ripped is one off of this yeah. movie. So yeah. many people ripped off this movie. <laughs> this is a Mayan cornerstone. It's a pterodactyl. American film. <laughs> so the drunk horse, right? Is it Porsche? And it's this, an no, it's Romeo. an Alfa Romeo spider. And this is not the only time people drunk drive and you're supposed to feel happy. Happy and laugh about it. Right. Maybe it's a private road. <laughs> I think mean, it's a driveway. It that doesn't make it okay, Mike. So yeah. they run into the, they always crash into the, uh, it's like two stones. Like yeah. Each other. yeah. Anyway, so his friend is the carpenter from Friday. He Friday. is, yeah. And his girlfriend is the hot redhead from Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yes, one of the best movies ever. Call a locksmith. Oh, my God. But don't get attached to her, because none of these characters stay around long enough. Well, not the girlfriends, no. (laughs) No, not the the women. They either don't talk or they leave real quick. I think that's why Childhood Mikey liked it, because he's like, there's like no romantic interest in any of the parts of this movie. So this is pre-puberty, Mikey. Yes. All right. (laughs) I got you. I got you. Thanks for (laughs) interpreting that in a way that makes sense. (laughs) It doesn't point to something else. (laughs) No, because no, like it's just like two guys running around with like shooting mummies in like a house. Yeah, and pterodactyls and worm babies. Oh my god, we have so much to talk about. <laughs> oh my god, and I'm know. excited about it, guys. <laughs> this movie's awesome. <laughs> But yeah, so it's Amy Yazbeck who was <laughs> Maid Marian in Robin Hood Men and Tights. Yes. And she was also married to John Ritter. And I love her. She was in Wings, too. And she's just great in everything she does. So anyway, so what what happens that night? Oh, like, they, they get out of the car, they're drunk, and then they sing happy birthday to Jesse because it's his birthday. Oh, yeah. and they hand him the framed copy of like Art Intellectual like, Digest yeah. or whatever. Just like it's my birthday. Yeah, hey, Mikey. Hey. Happy birthday, Mikey. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming to this pod drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not just drunk. <laughs> this pod's and then Jesse looks pleased to see his drunk friend and his girlfriend. Oh yeah, but and the girlfriend, girlfriend does not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, because his girlfriend's like, "Hey, I'm fucking Bill Maher." Yeah, <laughs> where are your shoulder pads, people? <laughs> she is shoulder pad shaming through eye contact. She and like, really by is. the way, we don't even talk about that. She's got like shoulder pads in her bathrobe at this scene or something. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I think she has a tank top on that still somehow has shoulder pads on it. <laughs> anyway, so what happens the rest of that night? They just I go to their room. 
rooms when they go to bed? No, I think they drink. Okay, so I think it's the next morning when... um, It is the next morning is like the next scene. And I remember um, Carpenter from Fright Night. Forgive me, I don't know his name. Charlie. Charlie Charlie in this movie is like the manager of his girlfriend's music career. and he like career. Yeah, quote unquote music career. She's going to be the Madonna of the 80s. And so he plays her song. Yeah, so he plays her music. Well, they play it loud to wake up Jesse's girlfriend who's in the music industry. Yeah, and she's already doing business on her business phone. They've, right. They've yeah. got a boombox. Yeah. They do. <laughs> and no talent at all. I think Amy Asbeck can actually sing, but this is like, I kept waiting for it to be like a song or a melody, and I think it's just like what the Casio track you were talking about. It's like, yeah, it's it's literally just all electronica music. Like like yeah. you bought a Casio keyboard in the 90s and hit an autoplay feature on yeah, it. It yeah. sounded like that. Yeah, but she's singing to it and dancing in her underwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on board. Listen, listen, I was a fan of that scene. It was great. Yeah. Anyway, so Jesse's girl. I wish that I had Jesse's girl. Comes down and she's like, "Ooh, this is the hottest music." This no, she doesn't. Back scene. to the Future. This is exactly what we're looking for. Yeah. Which is before Back to the Future. Yeah. They ripped the house two off. Anyway, so Jesse's girl calls her boyfriend Bill Maher, her boss, and says, uh, "We found the Madonna of the '80s. You have to come here now." Yeah. And so you don't know it's Bill Maher yet, but he starts coming. Todd said. I thought Madonna was the Madonna of the 80s. And oh, yeah. Charlie immediately said, Madonna's the Madonna of the 80s. And that happened like four <laughs> times in this movie, which scares the hell out of me. I think I yeah. wrote this movie. Yeah. I do oh. wonder what your screenplay would look like. It would look a lot like this. You got 30 pages of House 5 dollar sign going. <laughs> this is like if you wrote a horror movie, because like, I've never seen a horror movie. I'm going to write what I think what a horror movie would yeah. be like. Also, get me cocaine. <laughs> and I need a volcano in the story. I want you to take There is one. <laughs> is there, there is a volcano in this movie. It's back. It's uh, in the background of the prehistoric uh, uh, dinosaur scene. Yeah, which is a thing that really happens in this movie. <laughs> the fact that what you just said is an actual thing in this movie does make it insane. Yes, holy Ooh. shit. Amy Asbeck just had her big break. Well, I don't think she's gotten her big break yet. She's got her foot in the door, right? She's got to work over Bill Maher to get the part. Yes. (laughs) I'm just thinking about stuff we have to talk about and laughing. I know. So what happens after that? After after, um, Jesse's girl calls Bill Maher, what happens? So we think that Jesse is upstairs talking to someone in the attic. But really, he's just looking at pictures and pointing to them and talking to himself. And I thought he was having a conversation with Charlie. But Charlie, like, Scooby-Doo creeps up behind him. That's in the basement. Yeah, oh, it's it is. The it's not the attic. Oh, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. He's like, uh, I guess that's this crystal skull that actually <laughs> is right. magical. Yeah. Whoa, that's a pyramid. That's not the right skull. He buried, he's buried with that skull. Yeah. And then Charlie sneaks out behind him, Scooby-Doo and, style. And yeah. yanks the picture out of the way. He says, hey, that's mine, you crazy kids. Now what a solve the mystery, too. And, and, then, <laughs> and then seconds later, they're digging up a coffin. Yeah, no. Well, even before that, when Charlie's like, what's going on with this picture? And he's like, nothing. You wouldn't even believe me if I told you. <laughs> like, it's all dramatic. And then, he, and then he tells them, and Charlie's like, oh, no, I believe you. Yeah. We should dig up your great-grandfather. <laughs> and then immediately cut to, they're not even starting. They're at the You're bottom. About to like hit coffin. Yeah. And, uh, not Jesse, but... um. Charlie Charlie decides he's 
had enough. <laughs> inches away from glory. Literally inches away from glory. He We've gets up there. and he's like, I'm done. I can't do this. Oh, I'm out. Yeah. And then and then like gasps up the side of the grave and like collapses on the ground. But they are nine feet underground at this point. <laughs> They're more than six feet down. In a like very evenly dug hole. Oh, how, yeah. how, how they getting in and out? They just climbed in and out, bro. I don't know. To make footholds. How is there a dinosaur in this movie? <laughs> don't question this movie, Jen. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> mo- <laughs> the most unbelievable part is that they were able to get out of the... I know, it just, <clears throat> I, it, I, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> anyway, so Charlie uh, is like laying down by the unearthed grave. Yeah. And then Jesse pokes his head up and goes... We found it. And then somehow manages to get the coffin out all well, by himself. Well, they both... Oh, no. He it's goes still down insane. The two of them could not lift a coffin out of the... But they no. did. Oh, I mean, yeah, they did. It's, <laughs> it's like a heavy wood coffin, which are... That's heavy anyway. Why anyone wouldn't open... Okay, so say you're going to dig up a grave. Yeah. You would just open the coffin at the bottom of the hole. You Absolutely. wouldn't pick the coffin right. up. No. But Charlie climbs out again after they dig the carry the coffin out and rolls over and sweats. And I think it's just because he's in alcohol withdrawal and drank in like a few hours. Oh, I'm sure he's Probably. still drunk, bro. It's yeah. definitely cocaine withdrawal. <laughs> he hasn't hit his upper for the evening. But honestly, like the amount of time it took them to dig that hole has to have been drastically reduced because of the amount of cocaine they were snorting. He was right. like, uh, yeah, he did the most of work in I that. just in my mind canon for this film is that every cutaway is just them blacking out and then we just when they, the scene starts again it's just them you know yeah. regaining consciousness or maybe that's when they go to the bathroom and do all the cocaine <laughs> yeah that's what it is <laughs> we're watching the edited cut because to get the rating that they got they had to cut out the snorting rails of cocaine it's just like it's more like LSD cocaine combination oh yeah well that would explain some of the stuff in the movie for sure anyway right. so they pry open the coffin or I yes. should say Jesse pries open the coffin because uh uh, Charlie is currently in cocaine withdrawal, <laughs> writhing on the ground. Mm. And then you see the crystal skull. And well, he's staring at this thing like he's just seen boobs for the first time, too. Well, it's worth a lot of money there. Yeah. Just like boobs. Anyway, so he goes down to reach the crystal, crystal skull, skull. And then you see a hand reach up and grab him and start choking him. Mm-hmm. And Charlie's like, uh, cue the comedy. <laughs> yeah. Because you have your classic being choked by a zombie and your friend not paying enough attention to notice you're being choked by a zombie situation. He's just making weird noises for some reason. Oh, yeah. Charlie, come help me, you dummy. And somehow they both end up in the grave. Yeah. With monster face mask person. Yeah, the mummy pops out of the coffin. And he's wearing like a Mayan mask. Yeah, a Mayan mask. And then Mm -hmm. Charlie tries to charge at him. And he throws Charlie in the grave. Yeah, he jumps on his back and he like Krav Magas him into yeah. the, the grave. So then Charlie's he, in there. Then he throws Jesse in the grave. Yeah. Mm. And he's like, trying to get my skull or whatever. And then like, they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then he pulls, the mummy pulls a six shooter as you do in this movie. And that's immediately when Jesse knows, Grandpappy. <laughs> <laughs> Want to go have a cage? Yeah. I saw. <laughs> I'm sorry. The field of drinks thing is really hitting me right now. I can't help it. And Anyway, so he's like, uh, you won't believe this, but I'm named after you and you're my great grandfather. He puts down the six shooter and he rips off the Maya mask and he's like, oh, my great grandson. What year is it? Well, tarnation. And they say, I don't know what year it is. Oh, yeah. And he's going to shoot him again. Yeah, and he pulls the gun. He's like, don't mess with me, kid. 
It's 1986. But when you're doing that <laughs> much coke, you might forget what year That's it is. That's true. Yeah. Or you might talk for three hours rapidly about what year it is. <laughs> <laughs> they should start a podcast. I know. <laughs> Welcome back to Coke Talk. <laughs> We're going to explain the year 1986. Welcome back to Off the Rails. <laughs> a podcast about Coke. Coca-Cola. It sounds like you're listening to us on one and a half speed, but that's just how fast we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> the first podcast to ever actually have to use the .5 speed. <laughs> yeah, you got to slow us way down. I think this is my favorite podcast spinoff we've ever, we've ever done. Yeah. Anyway, it cuts from them being at the bottom of the grave to the basement. And this yeah. is where they start talking about, you know, what year the grandfather's from. It turns out he's 170. Yeah. I say grandfather, but he's really their great-grandfather or Jesse's great-grandfather. Great, great call me Grampy. Yeah. They call him Grampy just for short, right? Yeah, or like, Gramps. He's like, your yeah. grandfather called me Gramps, so you call me Gramps. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's real weird. He's 170, though, which and he's is like, also he's like, real weird. like, the skull kept me alive. We got to keep it safe. Gold has a special shelf. gold shelf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you would think for something that is, like, you know, worth a lot of money and everyone wants to steal, and you wouldn't you just put it. you will die if you lose it. Yeah, you wouldn't just put it above your fireplace exactly. in the main room in your house that everyone is in. Right. How many people steal this fucking skull? Dude, but for the rest Lock of the movie. Yeah, for the rest of the movie, it is like someone steals the skull, hijinks. Right. Someone steals the skull, hijinks. Someone steals the skull. Cops show up. Everyone gets shot. Like anyway, so let's go. Let's go through it. So no, but then and then the grandfather's like, well, we got to go on the town, high stepping. Oh, I need a lady. But he looks like a. He's got. He's a decrepit zombie man. I've been very, very pretty eyes. And he says, I'm a monster. (laughs) Because he sees his hands and then looks in the mirror. Yeah. But he's he's like, well, if I didn't look like a monster, I want to go on like, and push it. I'm Gross. family. Why are you making that? me live in the basement? <laughs> <laughs> well, because their girlfriends are upstairs and have no idea what's going on. <laughs> all of this, all of this, like, from, this is the same night. Yeah, yeah, it's the same night. So Jesse goes to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and then Charlie and Grandpa get drunk together and go and drunk go driving. Driving. Yeah. Yes. And they're like drinking under the stars. <laughs> Charlie teaches. The grandfather had to drive. Yeah. While like, he's this is now for Romeo. We can go from zero to sixty in five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> like, he, was, he was bragging about how it could go from zero to sixty in seven point eight seconds or whatever. So they drive to a field. <laughs> And they hug and look at the stars and they're talking about light the pollution. <laughs> they talk about light pollution, Mikey. Because the stars aren't as bright as they I've never seen be. you this red. <laughs> oh my God. And the grandmother's like, I used to not be able to fall asleep because the stars so, were so, so bright. bright yeah. And then Charlie's like, well, the ozone and communism. Yeah. He blames light pollution on communism. <laughs> I mean, uh, Fake news. Anyway. <laughs> so, so Charlie gets more drunk, and then the grandmother's like, well, I'm driving home. Well, I better drive, because I just learned, and I, too, am drunk. And then they drive back and yeah. bonk over that thing again, and then Charlie <laughs> falls backwards out of the car and breaks his neck, and that's the end of the he movie. He definitely would have died, for sure, the way but he they fell. they have that skull that will bring him back to life, Well, right? uh, drunk people, they don't stiffen their body when they get hit by cars and stuff, so, like, it's actually, if you're going to hit by a car, it's better to be drunk. True. And mm. it reminded me of um, that scene in in the Wolf of Wall Street when he's taking all the drugs. 
drugs and he's trying oh, to get yes. down the steps. Yes. <laughs> that junk, exactly. It is exactly that. They actually that, stole yes. that from House Ooh, 2. Dude, that is where he earned his Oscar, man. That scene was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Who, the uh, Gramps? Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> 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 and then you look at him, it's like five steps. Oh, my Every God. movie on the planet <sighs> stole from House 2. Yes. I challenge you. <laughs> I can trace any movie Jurassic back Park. to this. Yeah. yeah. Dinosaurs. There are dinosaurs scene. That's yeah. the straight out of Jurassic yeah. Park. Mm-hmm. So what happens next? I, I literally have no idea what we are. Oh, this, this is when Bill Maher shows up. Oh, they, they go to sleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. So <laughs> This is all one night. This is yeah. the opening 10 minutes of the movie. So they go to sleep real sweaty yeah. because they've been doing coke for 36 and hours. Digging up graves and like driving around grandpas on the town. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to bed. They wake up and Bill Maher's at the door. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And he wants to see this century's Madonna. The, yes. the Madonna of the 80s. Yes. Yeah. So Jesse's girlfriend. Jesse's girl. The redheaded yeah. girl and Bill Maher. They go to lunch. Mm-hmm. Yes. They all go to lunch, right? And then it's just, you're just left for the antics between Jesse, Charlie, and, and, Gramps. The Gramps, and Gramps. Yeah. They go to the basement, they get really drunk, and then they, he tells stories of like robbing stagecoaches. Oh, so, yeah. He's taking out all the Kleenexes. Like, we have the one. Like, it's a magic trick. Where do they come yeah. from? Where do they just never stop? But then he says they never stop as he gets to the end of the Kleenex box. Oh, so I guess you know, they he, goes, he goes, I guess I broke it. He throws it. <laughs> and every time one of them leaves, did you guys notice this? Anytime one of them leaves, the Gramps is like, give me a beer. Yeah. <laughs> he's always asking for beer. It's, uh, it's insane. Yeah. This movie is insane. This might be on my top 10 favorite list this may have like got bumped up yes i am on board <laughs> shawshank <does>. redemption <laughs> schindler's list schindler's list house two house two this is it's the practical effects really <laughs> <laughs> this is a coke masterpiece it really is yeah nothing is the 80s more than house two so grandpa has clearly been doing a bunch of lines because he just talks non-stop about his old west and it's story. like yeah. 9 a.m or it's yeah. like lunchtime and they're super drunk already and yeah first they're like staring at him like oh i'm getting to know my relatives and then like seconds later they're like laying on the floor like just well it's a montage like it cuts from like the cameras Mm -hmm. in different angles and then like they're eventually just like oh fucking this guy won't shut up yeah how many stagecoaches does this guy rob (laughs) well then they ask about like uh the other guy did they ask about the villain slim yeah they just slim and this is sort of where we get the exposition about the other guy who is the guy who killed um the main character's parents jesse's parents yeah he tried to take the skull so Grampy uh, shot him in the head. That, yeah. Yeah, that's why he's got the scar in the middle of his forehead. Oh. Right. Ooh. Backstory. Mm. The movie has <laughs> <Nailed> layers. <laughs> oh, they walk upstairs and suddenly there's a Halloween party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Also, Bill Maher and his girl and the girlfriends never came back from lunch. They they, but they do walk upstairs and they walk into a Halloween party. Fully de- the whole house has Halloween yes. decorations. Yeah, people Who decorated the house. No, and there's hundreds of people with Halloween costumes on. Although this would be a really good house for a Halloween party. It was. Absolutely. It's a Mayan temple house. Absolutely. Uh, so they walk upstairs and, and Jesse's like, "What is going on?" And Charlie's and Char- like, "Oh yeah, invited people over for a Halloween party." When did he do that? In between lines in the bathroom. Oh, I forgot God. to tell you. Yeah, I forgot to tell you, and he forgot. Yes, he forgot. He invited a shitload of people over for a Halloween party. Oh, so he paid a party planning committee to come in and decorate. Oh yeah, Angela from the office was in there <laughs> setting up these shitty decorations for sure. It's not on theme for Jack O'Lantern on Halloween, Charlie. <laughs> and like just to go from the. They're just like talking about the old west to walking upstairs into a Halloween party is the best transition of all time. Oh my god, it's I insane. Know. <laughs> 
But anyway, they're like, you know, hanging out at the Halloween party. And then. I'm sorry. No, it's not the best transition of all time because suddenly we see smoke under the doors and then it's uh, WrestleMania and Slingshot Eyes just comes out walking oh down. God. He's a caveman, Jen. Oh, oh, pardon me. Sorry. He does have Slingshot Eyes, he though. He does. And he steals the skull. On loan from the WWF. Yeah. And I say WWF because that was back when they were the WWF <laughs> and yeah. had, weren't sued by the World Wildlife Foundation Which and they had to change their name. I mean, it's not any wrestlers I recognize. All right. So the caveman wrestler walks downstairs. But while that's happening, Jesse is getting molested by Rhonda. Yeah, he What's gets her name? Rochelle. By Rochelle. Rochelle. Rochelle, that's Who her name. Who may or may not be the maid from Clue. <laughs> who's been she, drinking ever okay, since she I'll got say shot this. on that scene. I'll say this. <laughs> She's dressed like the maid from Clue, but she is not filling out that outfit like the maid from Clue did. Woo! She's Baby. trying though, because but Jesse's like, I haven't seen you in a while, and she's like touching his face. She kisses kiss- him. Oh yeah, she, she kisses him in the mouth. They're still together. And then Bill Maher sees it. Yeah, uh-huh. and we mm-hmm. notice that Bill Maher's across the way, talking to redhead Charlie girlfriend yeah. and Jesse's girl, and just twirling his mustache the whole time. Yes, he's like yeah. doesn't have a mustache. But you know, but he, metaphorically, he yeah, I, yeah, he is definitely the villain. Evil. The villain more, yeah, mm-hmm. I got you. And now, I'll say this: Bill Maher was definitely fucking Jesse's girlfriend before this movie started. Right? This is implied throughout the film. Yeah. This is not me projecting. Yeah. So anyway, this uh, is the best day Rochelle's of my life. Like, so then the Rochelle grabs him and like touching his butt and is like meeting and drinking champagne. I think it's like, you're projecting the tu- <laughs> the butt touching. Yeah, it was like you see the arms moving. No, she, she's legit massaging his shoulders. Yeah, and she's five inches taller than him. <laughs> At a cool five eight. This dude's yeah. real short in real life. Yeah. He's like Tom Cruise. So she's yeah. like, meet me in the closet in 20 minutes. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure, maybe. I don't know. Because... <laughs> He sees the caveman from across the room, and he's super distracted. Oh, right. no, he sees Gramps up from the basement dancing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, Bill is uh, Bill Mayer. Bill- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you call him Bill, Bill Mayer. Mayer. John Mayer's brother. <laughs> Bill Maher has taken a girlfriend over. Meanwhile, this whole thing has happened. Yeah, like, Pappy's oh, dancing. Oh. Charlie's drunk again. And Charlie's like, it's Halloween. Your grandpa. I think I mean is Charlie's drunk still. <laughs> yeah. I think Charlie is drunk the entire movie. This movie yeah. should be renamed Best Week of Charlie's Life. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so Charlie just goes, uh, it's Halloween. Your grandfather, is he looks perfect. He's yeah, in a costume. Yeah, he fits it perfectly. Yeah. And he wanted to go cut a rug anyway. Might as well let him cut some. Right. Yeah. yeah. So Charlie wanders off again. Jesse's getting massaged on shells. She says, meet me in the closet. And then the caveman comes and steals the crystal skull after beating up a gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does no, beat up a gorilla. beating up a gorilla, like punching a gorilla over a balcony, and he lands precariously on a couch. And yeah, he's goes, fine. Oh, okay. If this sounds entertaining, watch this film. Yeah. This is an insane movie. <laughs> This is insane. Anyway, so the caveman grabs the skull and then goes, <laughs> and he runs out of the somebody? room. Yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah. Charlie tries to get in front. He goes, please stop. And then Charlie just jumps away because he's like, no, man, that guy's big. It's like his legs won't go fast favorite. enough if he's not yelling or grunting. Yeah. It's like when I jog. <laughs> <laughs> but Charlie and Jesse do follow after the guy and they go up to the room and he like peeks his head in the room where the guy went and it's now jungle-fied. <laughs> yeah. And he closes the door and goes, what Todd means by that is the study has turned into a jungle that goes on forever inside the house. Yes, it has. They open yeah. the door and there's a fucking jungle in there. And this is the, <laughs> Literally. Like, like the third time our heads exploded while watching this movie. <laughs> there were many times where I was like, threw my arms up and I was like, what, what, what is happening right now? I love this movie. Oh my it is gosh. bonkers. Anyway, so. Charlie oh. says, or no, Jesse says, it's a jungle in there. <laughs> and then for no reason, 
You see Jesse coming back into the scene with a rug. No, 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 no. Charlie. Je- no, we've, we've, missed some pl- right. we've missed some plot points. Oh, Jesse okay. goes back downstairs. Grandpa's like, he took the skull. I'll die if we don't get the skull back. Yeah, oh, that's right, yeah. that's right, that's right. So Jesse goes He's like, up. no, Grandpa, it's a fucking jungle. So Jesse and Charlie were like, we'll go in the jungle and get it. Yeah, we'll get you your skull back. Yeah. Charlie's got his rug under his arm. Now, this is my favorite moment of the film. <laughs> this is insane. I was really excited for y'all to experience this. I Holy this shit. this was a funny part. So Charlie comes back next to Jesse. He's like, I had this in my car, you know, just in case. And he's holding a rug. He's yeah. legit. Holding a rug. It looks yeah. like maybe like a shotgun or something wrapped in a carpet. Yeah, that I've been driving around drunk and co- stoned right. on coke this whole <laughs> he's time. Like, you never know when you're going to need an Uzi. <laughs> and pulls out an Uzi. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> With an extended barrel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For accuracy. <laughs> you know how you need accuracy with an Uzi? <laughs> this movie's insane. <laughs> I love it. He gives Jesse like a, a little tiny pistol. little gun, like smaller than a squirt gun. Yeah. It's like one that it a is... lady would put in a stripper boot. Yes. Oh, I'd love to see that. It's it's directly the scene from Men in Black where Tommy Lee Jones has that huge gun, mm-hmm. and then he gives Will Smith a small little gun. Where do you think they got that scene from? This movie! Exactly. 100%. So they go, so they go one- <laughs> Two, three, and they jump into the jungle room and then just shoot they all the just trees. Spray <laughs> bullets all they definition the spray and pray. <laughs> and then all these poor birds just fall out of the sky dead because they murdered them all. But you know what? They didn't shoot. I they think f- they had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> but they did not hit the lamp in the middle of the jungle. Well, no. What is happening? Anyway, so they they traipse off into the jungle, which we find out is a prehistoric jungle. Yes. Well, cavemen and dinosaurs, which did not exist at the same time. But they no. do in the house. So then oh, there's yeah. a scene, a, a, a landscape with a volcano. Oh, that makes sense, Mike. And a brontosaurus. Yeah. The Jurassic Park scene with yes. the volcano in the background. Yeah. And, and, di- and dinosaurs. Did we and, say dinosaurs? Yeah, dinosaurs. Every brontosaurus. And volcano. And this is where they, they kind of walk up on the caveman's camp and they start fighting the caveman. Yeah. They say, we got to have a plan. And the plan is just like, And Charlie's okay. like, well, let's just go get the skull. That's the plan. And he's right. like, good plan. They have guns. Yeah. Right. They do not use them on the caveman. Don't. Yeah, so the caveman comes up and like headbutts Charlie or Jesse, one of them. It was Charlie. Okay. Because Charlie, no, it was Jesse because yeah. Charlie and him start fighting. Yeah. And then the caveman throws Charlie down and is about to stab him. Mm-hmm. And that's when That's some when a walrus of unusual no, size. You, guys, <laughs> you, you, you have messed up this fight completely. Oh, sorry, Let me, uh, he headbutts accurate. Charlie, the Uzi is dropped. He <gasps> picks up Jesse in a wrestler move and suplexes him. <laughs> right. <laughs> and smashes Welcome the back to hell in a prehistoric cell. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say this? If during that scene there were two cavemen who were like the ring announcers, <laughs> it would have made as much sense. It would have. It yeah. Like that would have fit the tone of this movie. <laughs> I love this movie so yeah, much. Me too. <laughs> I mean, it was a compliment. It was an amazing, <laughs> insane movie. <laughs> yeah, but then then you guys are right. Then and he delicately pulls out his little pin knife. Oh no! no. Yeah, I forgot Charlie, about this. Charlie part. pulls out a switchblade because yeah. Charlie's like super armed to the teeth. Apparently, Charlie is a drug runner. <laughs> That's how he makes his money for sure. Yeah, he's got yeah. an unsafe <laughs> amount of weapons. On oh him. yeah, and then the caveman pulls a crocodile tundee yeah. and says, "That's not a knife," and pulls Except out a he bigger really knife. Is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I speak caveman, so he says, "That's not a knife." And he starts like fighting oh. Charlie, and then Charlie. This is when Charlie lands on the ground, and yeah. then he gets saved by the, the walrus of unusual size. size. Yes. Yeah. That eats the caveman. Yes. Yeah. And that's how the movie goes. And then, the, yeah. and then Charlie stands and he's like, yeah, I knew you'd run, because I guess he didn't realize the, the walrus ate him. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ugh. He's like, come back and fight like a man. Yeah. And then they he-man the skull way yeah. up in the air. Oh, yeah. Jesse picks up the skull and is like, we found the skull. 
Not right. yet. Here comes the pterodactyl <laughs> to take the skull out of your arms and fly into the top oh of a tree. God. Oh my god! This movie's insane. <laughs> I honestly feel like we're only 15 minutes in. We 100% could be making all of this up. I know. This might be a three parter. (laughs) I'm sweating. This is insane. Anyway, so you see the pterodactyl very badly in the effects in the movie. Fly it to uh, the top of it, this tree thing, Mm -hmm. and drop it down with two eggs up there. And Mm -hmm. Charlie and Jesse follow over there and go at the bottom of it or get up to the bottom of it. and, And Jesse's like, uh, how do we get a, what are we going to do? What are yeah. we going to do? And Charlie's like, why don't you climb it? <laughs> and he starts climbing and seconds after he, he starts climbing, he's like, loser. What an idiot. Yeah, what an idiot. He says oh it to him as he's climbing oh up. Don't worry, Jesse, if you fall, you're just going to die. Yeah. That's yeah, a legit line from this movie. Yeah. <laughs> this is an insane movie. It really is. So he gets all the way up and this part did make me jump a little bit. Oh yeah. Like, when the baby prehistoric bird pops his head yes. over. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was going to fall down and die oh. really quickly. No, yeah, at the fine. top of the tree, there's a baby prehistoric pterodactyl. Yeah. Yes. Good puppet work. It honestly was. <laughs> it I, is. This is when I leaned over and said, uh, did Jim Henson work on this film? Yeah. He doesn't remember. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jim Henson's drug years. He doesn't remember much from this time period. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Anyway, so he starts fighting with this prehistoric bird over yeah. the crystal skull. Mm-hmm. And eventually the bird gets it in his mouth and it's stuck there. So he just grabs the bird. And oh, like, wait, wait. I <laughs> forgot. Mama the mama back. bird's flying around. <laughs> so Charlie at the bottom of the tree just starts wildly shooting up in the direction <laughs> of his lifelong best friend, yeah. Jesse. If you guys. Have ever, oh my God. If you guys have ever wanted to watch a movie where a guy shoots an Uzi at a pterodactyl, this is it. This, this is, is your movie. You. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so Jesse grabs the baby pterodactyl and they fall. And Jesse's legit 60 feet in the air. <laughs> right. And Charlie's like, I'll catch you. I'll yeah. catch you. They have so much time. Like, Jesse at least says twice, catch me, catch me. <laughs> yeah. And Charlie's like, I'll catch you, I'll catch you. Of course he doesn't. five feet in front of him. <laughs> because you're not supposed to try and catch <laughs> someone who's fallen from a 60-foot building. Because they'll squash you. Hey, but wait, that's happen. the best part. What? When he crashes down, they both crash through the floor into and they the basement. Land on into the basement. They land on Grandpa's mattress in the basement. <laughs> this movie is insane. And he goes, Why didn't you take the stairs? Did y'all bring my beer? Yes! <laughs> Look at Chan, she hates this. And then we're introduced to two more permanent characters in yes. this movie yes. the prehistoric bird and. and- a the caterpillar puppy. <laughs> yeah, and the, the caterpillar puppy. This looks like a glow worm with a puppy's face on it. Yes. yes. It honestly adorable. And Grandpa immediately starts pouring beer into a baby bottle to, uh, feed, to feed this feed? puppy worm. <laughs> oh, my God. And then when he tries to get the bottle away, the puppy starts to lose his shit. I know. The puppy's beer for love may exceed the, the Gramps' beer for love. Or the Gramps' love for beer. Am I on coke? What is happening? This movie is... This has gotten into your brain. Oh like God. a puppy worm. It's infected everything. Oh, oh my God. God. Yes. All I'm right. so glad y'all enjoy this. <laughs> we haven't gotten... I mean... <laughs> I'm enjoying this. All right. Okay, so the next thing is Bill, oh. Bill Maher shows back up. Wait, no, they, he ends up putting the bird in the cabinet. Because I don't know if you guys have forgotten, but the Halloween party is dying down. That's yeah, right. Still going on Halloween party, but it is dying down. You're right. So they're chasing the bird around the house. They chase it into the kitchen, and Jesse's trying to wrestle it out of its mouth, and then they hear Bill Maher walking towards the kitchen. So Charlie goes out to run interference. Mm-hmm. But in this time period where Charlie's running interference with Bill Maher and Maid Marion with the, I 
guess, the rolly doors to the kitchen closed. Yeah. And then eventually, Jesse just throws the bird, crystal skull and all, into the cupboard, <laughs> closes it up, and that's right well, when Bill Maher no, busts gra- in. Grandpappy's there, and he puts, gra- oh, he puts Grandpappy right. in the, the walk-in cupboard. Yeah. Like the pantry or whatever. Yeah, yeah, well, nothing's going wrong here. Everything's totally normal. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know what? Jesse's had enough and decides it's time to come time to clean. Come clean. And, and tell and, the most insane story Because Bill ever. Maher thinks he's back here hooking up with Rochelle, yeah. who, if you remember before he went to prehistoric times, was trying to hook up with Jesse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, and at this yeah. point, Jesse's girl gets done with Rick Springfield and comes into the kitchen, uh-huh. and then he Jesse, like I guess, feels bad and just tells the true story of what's been going on. Mm-hmm. We don't know went back in time, there's a caveman, and, and everybody's <laughs> no, like, what? Crystal Skull Pterodactyl. Yeah. They're like, Puppy okay, worm. so everyone in the universe of the movie has been watching them do rails of cocaine <laughs> that they've edited out, so they know that this is just made up. Right. And then he goes to open the walk-in pantry where he just put Gramps, and, and instead of seeing Gramps, it's Rochelle. Shit-faced. Oh, yeah, she's, she's real drunk. drinking wine through all of the prehistoric escapades. Jesse yeah. just takes like a day. He's like, oh, man. <laughs> so so Jesse's girlfriend was like, you're cheating on me. And then yeah. let's go, Bill Maher. They, they storm off. and then, They do. And then yeah. as soon as they leave, he's like, oh, yeah, there's a prehistoric bird in the I cupboard next scene. to it. Yeah. Because he opens the cabinet and he goes, prehistoric bird. <laughs> I don't know why I love that so much. It was just such a funny delivery. It was awesome. Well, and so Bill Maher drives off with both of their girlfriends. Oh, yeah. And they never come back. No. <laughs> These characters are done for the yeah. whole movie. They are having a yeah, coke-filled like... orgy in the hotel suite of the closest town. <laughs> they're like, this doesn't make sense. I love how characters just come and go in this yeah. movie. Yeah. So they eventually open the cupboard where the bird is, and then they convince the bird to get rid of the skull by giving it a piece of meat. Yeah. And then they take the skull back to Gramps. Gramps put it back on the mantle, <laughs> and that's the end of movie one. That's right. <laughs> Yes. That's the first everything. 30 minutes of the whole film. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sweating. I am, right, this guys. is insane. We'll see you I next am... week for round two. <laughs> the next, next is... thing is Grandpa's creeping around the house because he heard a noise, and Puppy Worm is in the fireplace. fireplace. Mm-hmm. And then Grandpa right. gets jumped by, like, three Mayans or something. <laughs> I think they were Aztecs. Were they Aztecs? Okay. I'm not sure it mattered that know. much. Yeah. You know, rip off. Of they that look sort like of Bowser. I'm sorry. They look Whoa. like what? Bowser from. Oh, you mean that character from Mario that yeah, you're terrified of? He's scary. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> he's got those little fire things that go around and around and around. If they get you, you die. <laughs> Yeah. Was that Ganon or was that Bowser? That was both. They're both the same. <laughs> so <laughs> he gets jumped by the Aztec slash Mayan things. Yeah, like three, and, and they just come out of nowhere. And they don't just, like, knock him out. They, like, beat him to the ground and then kick him a bunch of times. Yeah. yeah. And they, then steal the skull. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. It, it is. I mean, and it's on be- par with the rest of the movie. <laughs> and this begins movie two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because then, we, oh, my God. Then Jesse goes upstairs to wake Charlie up by pouring vodka all over his face, <laughs> Stealing his blue plastic T-ball bat. Oh, my giving God. Giving him whiplash. By shaking him so yes, much. Yes, they've stolen the skull. And Did they- you see when he was pouring the vodka over his face? Charlie doesn't even open his eyes. No. But he, but he opens it. his mouth to try and drink more of the vodka. <laughs> Charlie is drunk the entire movie. Really He's is. riding the hair of the dog super hard right. in this movie. And when he doesn't want to get out of bed, Jesse threatens him with that blue plastic bat. Oh, yeah. He's going to whiffle bat the fuck out of his face. <laughs> anyway, so they eventually oh get upstairs. But it's daylight now. It is daylight. And there's a <laughs> ring at the door. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. this is where you meet Bill the Electrician and slash the be- adventurer. And this is the best episode of the entire season. <laughs> <laughs> this is like this vignette. 
yet within the movie is my favorite by this far. This is the red wedding of this season. <laughs> is that your favorite Game of Thrones? Yes, that, wow. Anyway, so the electrician, they're trying to get rid of him, and he just, he's nonplussed. He's and like, no, I'm here to fix your He's like, shit. I've been doing this 20 years. These old houses, yeah. lots of trouble. I've seen he's, it all. He's definitely like from deep Chicago. He's like, yeah, I get no, it. He's and he's played Boston. by, he's played by oh, who? Yeah. He's from Boston because he's John Ratzenberger, who's Cliff Claven from Cheers. Yeah, yes. he's a dude from Cheers. And he's just that character because he's kind of just walking around talking like, about yeah, all of it. his facts. So he's walking around <laughs> and he's got his glasses and his electrician's back and he's like knocking shit over and he's like, I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah, I wouldn't worry cheap. about it. It looked pretty cheap anyway. Right. <laughs> it was like the antiques of antiques in this room. Right. I've, so, seen this, uh, I've seen this problem a lot in all these old houses. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he takes the lampshade off, takes the back of a screwdriver and breaks the light within the light the lampshade yeah. and says, must be foreign. Yeah. What? You just broke it. You're in, uh, what is happening? And then he says, I like to be alone with my work. You got something else to do, right? And he and because Jesse's like, we got to go into the uh, fireplace. fireplace. But first, we have to get our pirate swords. Oh, my God. So <laughs> so they let the electrician work. You cut to Jesse and Charlie swords. with pirate swords. Coming down the stairs <laughs> like the dread pirate robbers. Yes. And cut then to then Todd and Jen just looking at me. Because <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> Okay, and the next thing they do is they go up to the fireplace and they start poking their swords up the fireplace and you start hearing this moaning and screaming. <laughs> Not moaning like, ah, uh, but, but moaning like, ah. Like, uh, yeah, right, yeah. like stop poking me with a sword. Yeah, and then you see the electrician come back in and he goes, oh, you may want to come and see this. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, Charlie's like, I'm not going up there, Jesse. Who cares right. about that skull? Make your grandfather get it. Because meanwhile, he has ripped a giant hole in the electrician wall. Has, The electrician has, yeah. So he comes over and goes, I think what you got here is like one of those classic uh, alternate dimension situations. Right. Yeah, you got an alternate <laughs> dimension inside your wall here. I get it. Yeah. I've dealt with this kind of thing before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get like a kick in the bag and I go in the alternate dimension. And so they go into so the, the ultimate dimension hole and he goes over to his toolkit and picks up the top level and he's got oh his own God. pirate sword underneath. <laughs> On red linen. Yes. It's, like, it's like he won it in an award and yes. he just put his tools on top of it yeah. and that became his. Oh my God. I'm going in there with you guys because I'm a professional and I've dealt yeah. with this. Mm. Oh my God. And he sits the string out and guides the string with them to like yes. they can find their way back. Yeah, he ha he's a real Hansel and Gretel he's type He's been move. there before. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Anyway, so they walk into the alternate dimension and they get to the top of this room where the Aztec slash Mayans We're are about to do a sacrifice and Charlie's real concerned as to whether she's a virgin or not. Yeah. In fact, he says, is that a virgin? I don't think I've ever seen one of those before. <laughs> what line is that? What does that even mean? Oh my God. <laughs> Jen's face right now is amazing. But he said that. I'm not making that up, although it does sound like something I would say. It does sound like something you would say. Oh, my God. Anyway. John Ratzenberger's just kind of hanging out and like, he's not very into it, but he's going to help out. Is John Ratzenberger the bill? Oh, yeah, the electrician. Yeah. Well, I never saw any of this. So when Charlie says he's never seen a virgin before, they all stop their sacrifice and look up at them. And then Jesse goes, don't don't worry, guys. We're just here to watch or whatever. It's fine. That's Charlie who says that. Oh, is that Charlie saying Yeah, Charlie. Well, because Jesse's like, I'm not going to let you kill her or whatever and stands yeah. up and then Jesse's like I don't know <laughs> no we didn't realize it's fine we'll just go we'll just sit back here and watch and the whole time that that's happening and they're about to get attacked by these Aztec slash Mayans Bill's back there like mm, it's whatever man oh exactly. yeah he's like looking up I mean, like, was, oh the architecture I mean go right. back and watch this scene Bill the whole time is like bored that he's about to fight like the army it, of Bowser so then Charlie yes. takes a rope and swings down yeah <laughs> 
which they stole for the movie Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> Every movie rips off this movie. Because they just kind of <laughs> knock them over into the fires of the pit underneath or something. And then Jesse starts to run down and starts fighting them. And you see Charlie just swinging on. like, this forth. is so much fun. Or yeah. something like that. And in the background, the electrician's fighting people too. Dude, it's and he's got a, he's dual wielding with a sword and a hammer. <laughs> oh yeah, because we forgot that Charlie almost cut his head off and he blocked it with the hammer. That's right, yes. yeah. Oh my God, oh my God. At one point when they save the version and they're leaving and Bill's like, go ahead and save yourselves. I'm, I know what I'm doing here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's talking about how he's got to go home early because it's <laughs> his it's kids. Little League night. Little League night. Yes. <laughs> the electrician's like, I'm going to hold him off for y'all. And they're like, okay. And they walk off and he does one Kung Fu hammer move and yes. then just runs back with them. He's- he does not run back with them. And they, in fact, ask, how do we get back? Follow the string. So they follow the string and go out. And then he's there, he's there packing like up his sword. Yes. Testing the light switch. He's like, fix it all up for you. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> what? This movie's insane. But this is the best part because he's like, here's my card. And oh it says God. Bill, electrician slash adventurer. <laughs> Did I have a phone number? I have to call that phone number. It was 555. Was it 555 something? 555 five, five, <laughs> hammer. Guys, I am sweating. Like, I, I am so amped up because of this movie. I am you sweating. Feel like you have done a whole bunch of rails. Like I'm, oh I'm with you. God. This podcast is off the rails. <laughs> Welcome back anyway, to Off the Rails podcast. So they get the crystal skull back. They put it back on the mantle, and that's the end of movie two. Yes. <laughs> but there's there's some, like, vignettes between before the next film where they're, like, petting the dog caterpillar and, like, yeah. mm-hmm. Well, and this is, starts the Thanksgiving episode because they're all sitting down around the table. <laughs> there's no indication of a time jump, Hold but on. this is the Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> we have to set this scene for you. It's a big dining room table. Mm-hmm. There's Grandpappy at the end. Yeah. There's the virgin they saved in the same outfit. Yes. Who also there's, is cooking. She is cooking. Oh, and they God. have a conversation I didn't realize she was cooking. about oh, which my one God. she likes. Better. Oh, that's right. Because yeah. <laughs> Charlie's like, she's really into you. And Jesse's like, how do you know? And he, he like really rudely asks, hey, more or less. And then he gets hit in the face with like a roll. Yeah. <laughs> so that's stupid. How he knows. So then sitting next to her is the dog caterpillar. Across from the dog caterpillar is the pterodactyl baby. Yeah. And both the caterpillar dog and the pterodactyl baby have bibs on. <laughs> yes. And she's cutting their food. This is an insane movie. And Charlie nuts. and Jesse. And then Jesse gets up and says, this is, you guys are like my family. This is a family dinner now. Yeah. By the way, this is 10 minutes after Bill leaves. <laughs> right. There's got to be a time jump. I want to watch the movie of just, just in between those two I things. I want to watch this movie again. <laughs> This is amazing. Okay. So I'm sweating too. Yeah. And so they're about to cut into the turkey and they pick it up, but it's not a turkey. It's slim. They they undo the tray. They mm-hmm. pick it yeah, up. Yeah, it's like a Norman Rockwell the- type reveal of the turkey, but mm-hmm. instead of the turkey, you it's see a- cowboy mummy face. Yeah, you yeah. see like a skeleton mummy cowboy face. Cowboy mummy and face it is slim. slim. And he like orbs to the top of the table and then- uh, <laughs> And then Jesse's trying to fight him, and then Gramps is like, "No, this is my fight." He's mine. And then which is a mistake. For a while, yeah, yeah, which okay. is a mistake because, because he then gets shoot sh- him right in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> Slim never misses a chance to shoot in the dick. <gasps> and, then, and this begins movie three. <laughs> yes, so I think we're on movie four right now. I don't know. This is insane. so after he shoots Gramps in the dick. <laughs> Charlie and Jesse grab the tablecloth and pull it to knock the mummy off the in table. In the worst magician move ever. 
As Gramps is like, I'm a dick. <laughs> they knock As the, the virgin, ground. the pterodactyl, and the caterpillar dog all flee the room. Scram. Anyway, so uh, Slim steals the crystal skull. Yes. Jesse takes Gramps up to the bed yes. and lays him down. And then he's like, I'm going to get that crystal skull back for yeah. you. And then he goes into the study where his parents were murdered. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, Gramps gives him a gun. Yeah. Gives yeah. him a six shooter in the, in the holster. Yeah. yeah, so he's wearing the holster now, and he goes over in the in the room where his parents died, the study mm-hmm. with the big fucking horse. Which know, used, yeah, we it know used to be the jungle. Oh, yeah, it did used yeah. to be the jungle. Mm-hmm. But now it's not. Now he creeps over to the window. <laughs> look at Chit's face. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, it is insane. Oh, my God. So he opens the window, and now it's the wild, wild west out yes. there. And instead of just opening the window and going through it, <laughs> he jumps through it like he was cheating at cards <laughs> in the saloon. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, and then he wakes up and he's just wandering around the Wild West. And then we see Slim and they have their little shootout. Not before we see Charlie and the uh, Aztec woman tied up at the Hanks man's noose yeah. with gags in their mouth. And after Slim and Jesse have their fight, he leaves them there. Yeah. yeah. He never goes <laughs> to help them. That's true. Yeah. He has to go have his heart to heart. Yeah, they're on the Hangman's noose. We don't see him again to the final scene of the film. I guess they got free somehow. Maybe the worm cut him out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would make as much sense as anything oh, else. No, I absolutely. Don't. I bet Cliff showed up and helped him out. I would not be surprised. He anyway, so Jesse and the Cowboy Slim are like shooting back and forth. Dude, yeah, they're this, having an Old West style like. Uh, it was so funny. It's called like a, a quick like, draw. Like quick a, draw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I thought it was hilarious when Jesse pulls the gun out and shoots the like by his foot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Miss is so oh, bad. Oh god, and Jesse's terrible. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and so then he like jumps back into the window and they continue their shootout throughout the house. Yes. And, and at this point, the cops show up for no reason. Right. LAPD shows up, surrounds the house, and they're like, if you don't come out in 10 seconds, we're coming in there to kill you. So now yes. we've introduced a ticking, a ticking clock. clock. <laughs> That's true, yes. I don't even know why they want it, because so far it's just been gunshots. And honestly, most of those gunshots took place in like in the, the 1880s. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. We or got the report of some gunshots here 200 years ago. It's that right. damn pterodactyl calling the police. <laughs> Maybe they stepped on a butterfly back in the dinosaur times and altered the space-time continuum or something for where the cops are really sensitive to sword play in Aztec temples. And also have super hearing so they can hear gunshots and just show up at a moment's notice. Mm, that's a good theory. I go with that. I, I mean, it would make as much sense. So before- that does sound like a cocaine riddled theory, which does make as much sense. Okay, before we talk about the rest of this scene, we have to give a spoiler alert for the movie Titanic. Because- <laughs> I forgot about this because at this point Jesse has been shot in the arm. Yeah, and he, and he gives up the six shooter for like a repeater rifle. Yeah, and he's walking around and sees in the mirror that Slim's behind him. He swings around, Slim's not there, and he swings back around and Slim is closer in the mirror mm-hmm. and they start shooting at each other and he shoots the <laughs> mirror and the mirror glass breaks and behind it is an unbulleted newspaper that says Titanic sinks. What the fuck? <laughs> Why? I feel like that is a, a seed, an Easter egg for season four. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's insane. Oh my God. Oh. I just love that the bullets that Jesse was shooting shot the mirror out but didn't break the newspaper behind I the know. mirror. And why would you put a newspaper like that behind a mirror? I, I, yeah, no idea. What the hell? Oh it reminded least... me of um, we landed on the moon in a Dumb and Dumber. We did it! <laughs> and these, uh, Jesse and Charlie are very much Dumb and Dumber. Oh, totally. <laughs> but cocaine fueled Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, dumbest. instead of stupidity, it's just drugs. <laughs> yeah. Right. But like uppers. Ooh. A lot of uppers. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, so they're fighting back and forth. Eventually, 
Jesse shoots Slim in the face three times. And wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, when does he? When does the bad guy get shot by the police? Like rock? that's afterwards. Okay. That's, that's afterwards. afterwards. So he shoots his face off in three parts. Yes. And, and the police are still calling out like, "We don't know what's going on in there, but we're coming in there, and we're yeah. gonna kill you if you don't stop shooting. <laughs> we're gonna right. come in shooting." <laughs> yeah. Oh, but before he shoots his head off, he's like opens slowly opens his jacket and sticks his hand inside his chest and pulls out pulls the out skull. the skull. Yeah. yeah. Just to say, I got the skull now. Yeah. Hey, Fuck look what you. I got. <laughs> yeah. and, that, and that's when yeah. Jesse shoots him in the face three times and his head blows off. Uh, villain monologuing. So yeah. Jesse. He takes the crystal skull back up to where his grandpa has mm-hmm. been dick shot in the upstairs bedroom. And, and we he's start like, to hear the sad violins yeah. play. All the time he like, yeah, like <laughs> Todd and Jenner trying to talk. And I was like, don't talk is my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> he did really get mad when we were making fun of the scene. You got real upset. So anyway, so he's talking to his gramps about, hey, we can save your dick now because we have the crystal skull <laughs> back. <laughs> and the gramps is like, oh, hey, you mo- I put you in mortal danger because he's been shot in the arm and the leg to yeah. get this crystal skull back. And he's like, I think I'd rather just die. No, he yeah. goes, I've been alive 176 years. After these three days, there's nothing else I can do anymore. Right. I've done it all. Yeah, he's literally done it all. I've driven drunk. <laughs> I've danced with the modern woman. Anyway, so Gramps just dies. He's like, take the skull. Do what you want to do with and it. And yeah. this sad. Destroy it. Yeah, this sad heart-to-heart is interspliced with the cops counting to yes. ten about to bust in and kill him. And so anyway, Jesse takes the crystal skull and Gramps and starts walking down the stairs. Yeah. And at this point, Slim's decapitated body starts to stand up and aim his gun at them. Yeah, and, and shoots. He shoots and misses Jesse because he has no head, so he and can't he aim. Hits the sheriff and he hits the sheriff with the megaphone. And unleashing a, just a gunfight oh, for all the Literally oh like God. 700 rounds fly into the house surrounded yes. by police. And this police brutality is what eventually kills Slim. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Jesse then just carries the crystal skull and gramps into the light that is yes. shining out of what looks to be like a closet door. It's like the poltergeist vagina closet. Except not as scary. Right, it's like exactly. he's going towards the light. Yeah. Todd literally goes, is he just carrying him to heaven for us? Yeah. It looked like he was. Family to heaven. And then we realize that heaven is just 1880s West yes. because it fades in on them burying gramps and putting the crystal skull on top, thereby solidifying the fact that gramps is still alive and will be buried alive for all eternity yeah. and well until season two wait do you think that that is the place that they dug him up from a hundred and some years later <laughs> this movie is officially just a loop because a hundred years later coke no no charlie no, and jesse dig him up and they start the whole thing again. no 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 because uh jesse takes his gun so it's not a loop yeah that's why it's not a loop that's yeah, why the that's loop doesn't definitely make sense. why it's not a loop no you guys uh Gramps has the gun and gives it to Jesse. You Jesse would have to bury him with the gun, but Jesse doesn't. He takes the well, gun with him into the Old West. So your theory oh, is... Oh, yeah. By the way, <laughs> they, after they bury him, he just walks over to a wagon, which now has Charlie yes. and Aztec His girlfriend in it. And, 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 and Caterpillar the, dog. And, and the bird. Oh, my God. Uh, and then they just, and then you know, they just wagon off into they the just sunset. wagon train away, and, and that's the movie. Yeah, <laughs> Bobo like version Ooh. of hoedown and roll credits. This Dude. movie is insane, Mikey. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. And I expected at the very end of the credits for Grandpa's hand to come shooting out of those rocks, grab the skull, and say, "I'm a monster." 
<laughs> Still. Yeah. All right, guys. Final thoughts on this movie. Holy I shit. I loved this movie. It is 80s insanity as it should be. Like, it is the best movie from the 80s. Like, this is amazing. I love this movie so much. What do you guys think? You doubted this, but this is actually the best film of all time. I think it might be. <laughs> Mikey, every movie post this movie has ripped off this movie. Yeah. This might be the most influential film in American cinema in the last 40 years. I don't think it gets the credit it deserves. Mm -hmm. For sure. Counterpoint. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, you ignorant <laughs> slut. <laughs> no, okay. Let me say, I was dreading this movie like Todd dreads just about every movie that we watched. Yeah. Because I thought I was. Because you hate trailer. things that are happy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think all things are happy. I hate a lot of things that think they're Well, funny. neither of you had seen this. You no, both yeah. thought it looked real dumb. And it is real dumb. It is. It's delightfully dumb in places, annoyingly dumb in other places. I did not hate it. It's perfect. It's a perfect movie. It's, I mean, it's not a gen movie, <laughs> but I mean, I, I enjoy watching it's the it with Shawshank redemption of prehistoric Aztec old West mummy films. Now that is true. I'll that's give a, it to that's you. a sub, sub, sub genre. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, there isn't a frame in this movie that I would get rid of. It is amazing, but it is a bad movie. Oh, yeah. But it's a bad movie that everyone should be handed when they enter film school with a note that says, try and make something this good. Yeah, <laughs> just go for it. Like, if I, I'll say this. There's a very good chance that the director slash writer of this movie did not intend for it to be as funny as it is. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> which to me is even better. I know. There's no way. That they thought it was like a serious movie? Oh, There's yeah. no way they thought it was a They're serious They're like, movie. we're going to scare the shit out of people. You know, you know, no, no. The the electrician's car tells me they knew everything oh, they no, were doing. This is an amazing movie. All right. <laughs> so let's talk Let's talk box office real quick. So how much do you think the budget for this I movie was? I have one was? last final thought. Oh, sorry, sorry. If there was one franchise or film to be remade or have a sequel made now, it's House 2, the second story. I don't know. I don't know if you could top this. All you need is the Crystal Skull and like batshit insanity. And there you go. Franchise. I mean, that's pretty much what this movie is. Crystal Skull. Not the museum. Rip mm. this movie off. Let's talk box office. All right. So how much do you think the budget for this movie was? $50. <laughs> no way. These sets were huge. And they well were, done. They were huge. They were sweeping. That house is huge. Although it is a single it's location movie. Time. It yeah. is a single location. But th that single location morphs into a jungle exactly. or morphs into the wild, wild not west. a single time period location. That's true. Yeah, not yes. a single era location. Right. So mm. how much do you think this movie cost to make, guys? $10 million? 30 All right. The, in 87, when it came out, it was $3 million to make. Wow. Which roughly Inflation is, is crazy. Yeah, which roughly is $6 million. Well, almost $7 million. Today? Today, yeah. So I, don't, I don't think you could make this film today for $6 million. Oh, man. No. I, it's so mm -hmm. good. Pterodactyl guys. alone. <laughs> Those puppets don't operate themselves. They don't. Uh, and how much do you think it made? Billions. $50. <laughs> it made $10 million. This uh, movie made money, guys. Was that just Mikey over and over and over so, again? Uh, <laughs> if I was old enough to... Like if I was an adult with this movie, came out of it like everyone needs to see this film. yes <laughs> everyone needs to go immediately and see this film you so like today theaters out my new dream as an adult is to see this at a movie theater <laughs> let's call the bell court yeah. so i think uh, so today this movie would have made 22 million dollars a little over 22 million dollars so it wasn't a hit hit but it made money and then it became a cult hit because of tv viewing and stuff like that yeah so it made plenty of money 
Uh, enough to spawn three more sequels or two more two sequels. More se- I never saw the sequels or the first one. We watched the trailers after we watched this one. <laughs> it looks bad. Like the sequels look awful. Yeah, people on Twitter were like, did y'all watch the first house? I was like, I've never watched the first no, house. No, why would we do that? Is, is there no dinosaurs in it? But let me say, this trailer looked awful. It too. did. And this movie is better than the trailer. Oh, I'm so not good. saying this movie oh. is. So we got to watch all of them? Is that what you're saying, Jim? I'm out. That is absolutely not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, for your birthday next year, we will watch one more of these. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's do fun facts. All right, fun facts. I don't have a ton of them. I've got a couple. I, I, Jen, I, if one of your fun facts is not the exact amount of the cocaine budget for this movie, <laughs> I'm going to be mad. Now, in 1980s dollars, the cocaine budget for movies was, was $3 million. Exactly. <laughs> 100% of the budget of this movie was the cocaine budget. Ooh, Everyone yeah. else volunteered. They don't even know where the effects our sets came from. <laughs> right. It was just one guy's house. Oh, my God. <laughs> they crashed his Halloween party one day. All right, hit us with the fun facts. Jen. All right, so um, the stuff coordinator from this movie was Kane Hodder. Yes. And you recognized his name in the I credits. Did. Kane Hodder played Jason in a lot of the Friday the 13th. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, have you ever seen Hatchet? Any of the Hatchet yes. movies? He played Victor Crowley. Oh. So I don't think he was actually in the movie, although he may have played one of the Bowsers, but he was the stunt coordinator, which I thought was kind of funny cool. because the stunts are on par with the rest of the movie in this movie, meaning amazing. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yes, I will give them that. Yeah. They are amazing. Cocaine riddled. <laughs> Thanks, Kane Hodder. That was delightful. Okay, so we've got John Ratzenberger in this first episode. And John Ratzenberger was, we already talked about, played Cliff in Cheers. But George Wentz is in the first uh, movie. He's in House One? He's in House One. Are you serious? I am, yeah. And he played Norm, who sat next to Cliff, and they were like frenemies. (laughs) Oh, my God. On Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Which is the 70s. Was he an adventurer in the first film? I don't know. I bet he did have a business card, though. I guess we'll find out next year. Yeah. I, mm, on my yeah. birthday. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, and they were also in Toy Story together, and I can't remember which one Norm played, but yeah. So they're both in that. Okay, I got two more. So there was a comic book adaptation of this movie. What? Makes perfect what? sense. Because this story would be perfect for a comic book. It would book. be. It, it, this uh, is a Saturday morning cartoon. Was it like, a, did it continue the stories, or was it like I a, don't think so. Uh, I think it was a couple. Uh, it, I'm not I'm not 100% sure. Can we get that. a hold of it? Is it... Can you get a hold of Probably. it? Probably. Written by Ralph Macchio. <gasps> what? Not, not that Ralph Macchio. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to lose my fucking mind. Today's a roller coaster. <laughs> my heart can't take it. But his nickname is the Karate Kid because his name looks and is spelled exactly like Ralph Macchio. But every place I saw that fun fact, it said not related to the Karate Kid. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> All right. And my last fun fact, and this may be my favorite fun fact. Ever? Uh, for this movie. Oh, okay. The screenplay for this movie was written in two weeks. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm surprised uh, it took that long. On no sleep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's they actually 9,000 9, drafts of it. And they just <laughs> no, it's 9,000 pages. This is actually chapter one. Right. This, this movie, from starting to write to filmed, took three weeks. <laughs> this movie's a sequel of a haunted house movie. I know. This and it has insane. nothing to it's do with it. It's got cavemen and Aztecs and <laughs> yeah. this puppy is worms. It is. It's not. And oh. the Wild West. So it took two weeks to write and a weekend to film. Yeah. <laughs> and it made $10 million in the 80s. You know, it's the power of cocaine. <laughs> the 80s were insane. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Bill Maher was like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> What's your cocaine budget? <laughs> yeah, I mean. He was just at the party. He was like, oh, it's a movie? Yeah. He didn't know it was a movie. <laughs> 
Yeah, he was just stealing his girlfriend. Yeah, he was just stealing people's girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. All right, those are my fun facts. Jesus, okay. Fun, fun facts. All right, so I guess we do scary scale, but I think I know what we're all going to have. But, Jen, yeah. do you want to explain the scary scale? Yes, listeners, our scary scale is a ranking we give each movie to say how scared we were when we watched it. It's not a ranking of the quality of the film. It is a ranking of how scared we were today when we watched it. Our one example is Ghostbusters, and our 10 example is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This is our new one example. <laughs> so <laughs> I've said this before, but Jen runs her scary scale like Leslie Nope runs her political campaigns, I do. which means she doesn't go negative. I do not. Mm. So you can only give it a one. This is right. way less scary than Ghostbusters. I agree. I agree. <laughs> but but because we can't go negative, right. one. Mm. I'll like give it a one. Say, I like yeah. to say positive. Yeah. I'm going to give it a one. I think it's a one all around. The time when I thought that he was going to fall off of the pterodactyl tree. You were real invested into that. I what? Because Wait, I are you like, giving it a two? I don't like heights. Are you giving it a two? If, if it had had a well scene, I would have given it a two. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. But no, I'm we were it an a April one. Fool's Day away from a two in this movie. <laughs> we <were. laughs> and I like how when we, when we refer to well movies, I didn't go to the ring. No. <laughs> I went to April Fool's Day because that was almost as ridiculous as this movie. I'll oh, yeah. say April Fool's Day would have been better with more cocaine. I know. Oh, and more pterodactyls. So and the old one. west. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's insane. Think about it. Really what if it was is. like April Fool's Day, but like with dinosaurs. Oh my god. I mean, All how right. many movies end with them just wagoning off into the sunset of the old west? After the villain is murdered by the LAPD. I know. It's <laughs> <laughs> nuts. Yeah. Todd, I hope you have enjoyed today. Why is that? Because the next movie we're watching is The Babadook. Duck, duck, duck. I watched the trailer for the Babadook recently for the Patreon, and it looks very terrifying. It is. It's really scary. I think it's really scary. I think there's a lot of imagery that's going to scare you. And it's for our Mother's Day episode. So Yay! we're going to have a special guest. Emily's coming back. Yeah, I love, I love Emily. Emily. Emily's the best. I love this movie. I'm really excited. What That listener that commented on the Facebook projections post, get ready. This is a gin movie written all over. It really is. I'll probably cry. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no I shit. I love it. So guys, watch the Baba Duke before our Mother's Day episode next week. And also buy your mom some flowers, you heathen. Yes, definitely. She works real hard. So we remember the modern horror podcast network and thank you so much for letting us be on that network we yes. love that network and Yay. if you're listening to us in their feed switch over to our feed you'll get our episodes every monday not every wednesday but other great shows come out in that feed other great shows like the modern horrors podcast final girls ooh, and ooh. on death dying and other things which is a great podcast yeah so check out our website for uh the blog and the links to the merch store and all that stuff mikey yeah. is promised to write some it blogs as he does his chronological read there may be one up right now there might be yeah, maybe there may be yeah edit it out there's not <laughs> i'm not doing that so guys check out the blog check out the merch uh they do sales like once a month which surprises they me. do yeah and we'll make sure to alert you when there's yeah sales. we'll do yeah. A, we'll do a post about it and guys if you haven't followed us on social do so we're at horror virgin pretty much everywhere and um jen is at jen Ferratu on uh, instagram and twitter m randolph 24 if you want to follow mikey on instagram and twitter and i'm at todd j awesome on all the socials. All right, guys. So also check out the Facebook group. We have a lot of fun on the Facebook group yes. every day. And we yep. post pictures like behind the scenes pictures and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like today we posted a picture <laughs> of Jen transferring notes from one notebook to another like an insane person. I was consolidating. <laughs> I am nothing if not organized. I need to get you an iPad so like you can. I got an iPad. Use it. All right. So guys, <laughs> check out the Facebook group. We have a lot of fun there every day. Uh, it's growing yeah. a lot every it is. day. And uh, other people are starting to post a lot of stuff it's too, which awesome. is awesome. It takes a lot of pressure. 
office. It's kind of taken it. on a life of its own, <laughs> yeah. I love it. So, guys, also, if you can f- help support the podcast right now, we're trying to save up and buy better microphones and a better mixer so we can give you guys some better sound. So, if you want to help us in that endeavor, go to our Patreon.com slash HorrorVirgin and sign up for a certain level. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you get some great perks and you'll help us get new, better gear. Yeah. And if you want to, if there's some kind of content you want that we don't provide, shoot us a message. We'd love some ideas. So, and if you guys can't support us financially, that is fine. We just love that you listen to the podcast and share it with your friends, Mm -hmm. colleagues, and family. And to celebrate those of you who are nice enough to leave us five-star reviews, we are going to read you a five-star review by our best reader. Mikey really knocked it out last time he read a review. I'm excited Michelangelus. to this time. Um, are you going to read this one? Oh, I thought you were calling him Michelangelo. That's his name, Michelangelus. Yes. This one is called Laughing Out Loud on a Crowded Train. Gather around the PC, folks. By Casey Simon. Embarrassingly enough, that was me. I have never been into podcasts, despite being given numerous recommendations. I found this podcast purely by accident in an attempt to supplement my research for writing horror fiction. Yay! These guys are so relentless. Oh, I mean relatable. <laughs> relentless? <laughs> what? Oh, Meow. <laughs> These guys are so relatable and absolutely hilarious. Thanks. Todd is legit me. Yeah. When I was 12. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> really? <laughs> Watching horror films from between my fingers and screaming at every jump scare. Well, he does true. do that. <laughs> Jen's passion for all things Stephen King, Yay. who is absolutely my favorite author, and Yay. for reading in general really got me. After listening to The Exorcist and hearing Jin go into detail about some of the similarities and differences between the film and the novel, I was actually inspired to read it. <gasps> I loved it. The inside jokes that make it feel as if you are hanging out with friends, along with the amazing insight into all things horror, is what makes this podcast so special. Thank Aww. you, guys. Thank you, Casey Simon. That, that is an amazing, amazing review. review. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for coming on this cocaine-riddled journey through <laughs> House 2 with us. I would like to go on record and say none of us did any cocaine no. during this episode. Not though. during this episode, right, Jen? <laughs> Winky, Winky. Oh, yeah, and, Winky. guys, see you next week when we Don't watch the Babadook. <laughs> yeah. True. Don't drink and drive. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. So that's going to be it from us, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Happy birthday, Mikey. Happy birthday, and Mikey. And you're you. welcome. When this episode drops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for putting up with my movies. I loved it. I loved it, Mikey. (laughs) Yeah, I'm Jim. I'm Mikey. And I'm your horror virgin Todd, guys. (laughs) Have an amazing week. Bye. That's a caterpillar dog. (laughs) I'm trying to think of an old West timey voice or something, but I can't make it. Don't touch my book. I'm a prospector. (laughs) Don't touch my crystal skull. Nerds. (laughs) 